Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, the home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Uh, check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that was to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is, after all, a person who can make that 10-day or less home loan approval guarantee. Check her out at bowersockteam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, just like it sounds, bowersockteam.com. I'm glad we got a nice Bill Mercer world-class-related story before we get to this Rodney Terry audio. Absolutely. It, 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 that's That one I like. I, I also like the one where the time where he was – he was on world class championship wrestling, and this was uh, this was I think Ric Flair was was doing that, <laughs> and Flair is really mad. He's doing his usual thing about another uh, opponent. And he goes, "I'm going to take care of him," and he goes, "And I'm getting pretty tired of you too, Mercer." <laughs> <laughs> and Bill's about you know five foot four or something. He's like, "Yeah, all right, whatever," you know. And it goes on from there. Uh, That's so great. Yeah. Uh, what well, wasn't great, obviously, the Longhorns lost last night oh. uh, to Texas Tech, and uh, after the game, Eddie Orn and I. Uh, in the locker room, visited with Longhorns interim head coach Rodney Terry. A hard fall, comeback, hard fall to get the game even. But I know what's on your mind as well as, unfortunately, the first 20 minutes of this game. Yeah, I just said to our guys, you know, this time of year, you cannot come out and compete at the level that you need to uh, in the first 20 minutes of the game. I gave them a lot of credit in terms of how hard they fought back in the second half. And we knew we put ourselves right back in position to win this ball game, which we did, um, you know, down the stretch. But but you can't give those 20 minutes away earlier. Okay, well, we didn't sit down and do the things we need to do in the first half. Give them credit. They made some shots and they made some tough shots and made some off the glass but even with all that you have to sit down and uh, and be able to go we can't let one player have 21 points at the half you know one thing that also comes around this is a curious number your team only turned the ball over six times four is 12 but the points off the turnovers were only eight five it was hard it seemed to get command of it after a turnover to be able to turn it into points yeah i mean they did a good job getting back um you know there were, there were a few times and we had an emphasis going into the game that we really wanted to push the pace we thought in the first half we did a better job attacking in transition but uh we weren't able to get any any easy baskets in transition everything was five on five and when it's five on five, it makes it really difficult. Rodney, I thought the boards was a big key to, uh, you know, I thought they really crashed your boards. I thought it was a physical game. I thought sometimes there was some physical play let go, but I thought they really did a good job on the boards. Well, in the Big 12, throughout Big 12 play, they're going to let us play physical. It's a physical league, and you have to come in the game with a physical mindset. We know that these guys, especially the big guys, are going to really crash the glass hard. And early, they got some offensive rebounds. And, you know, we really said we need to go into the game, you know, trying to get these guys eight or less offensive rebounds. And, uh, you know, they got they got us on the glass. Rodney, I've asked you this after the last two big Mondays. Fortunately, this was this is the last big Monday schedule uh, game of the regular season. How about the next few days and trying to help the guys get their legs back before they get ready to go back to work and get ready for OU? Well, we'll have to get back and regroup in terms of uh, recovery. Guys got to come back and take care of their bodies, and uh, we'll bounce back. I mean, but, you know, this time of year, again, the thing that we got to continue to know as we come back, you know, all of us, as we come back and we put this back together again, you know, we've got to compete for 40 minutes, but we can't. We cannot do it uh, the way we did tonight and not compete for 20 minutes defensively uh, in, in the first half. Okay, there you go. Uh, the thoughts from uh, Rodney Terry last night on the game. It's hard to call any loss in this league as good as this league is top to bottom a bad loss, but if you're going to have one, that's about as close to a bad loss as you're going to have. I mean, you can call it what it is. Um, because Going back to something we've talked about, Craig, pretty much since the start, we've tried to figure out, okay, what what win total 
right? What what record is going to win you the Big Twelve this year? And I think if you get to thirteen wins, to get to thirteen and five, I think you feel pretty good about at least getting a share of it at that point. May, yeah. Maybe if if chaos happens, twelve and six could do it. But thir- at thirteen wins, yeah, I think you feel good about it. Where the loss last night really hurts you is the path to thirteen. All of a sudden, you pretty much got no margin for error down. The yeah, stretch. it's difficult now. Yeah, it it does make it more when you figure. I mean, you have Oklahoma uh, at home and Iowa State at home. Then it's to Waco, then to Fort Worth, then Kansas to finish. You're, you're hoping right now at this point that you can be in a position to where when you come back to play KU in the season finale, uh, the regular season finale, that basically it's it's all on the line. Yeah, win that, that game and you get at least a share of the title or something. Basically, like you've got to you've got to win all your remaining your three remaining home games and split the two on the road. Uh, Stoner asked any word on Mitchell getting only 10 minutes last night. He started both halves, but uh, matchups were not good for him. No, and I think that big zero in the rebound column, too, yeah. didn't, didn't do him any favors. Just kind of got out-muscled a lot on the boards uh, early on in the game. CB says, I believe the Ultimate Warrior was the uh, world-class championship wrestling champion as the Dingo Warrior. Was, I remember him. He was the yeah. Dingo Warrior. I remember yeah. that, yeah. T-Bone works with Ivan Putsky's nephew. He says he has the Bednarski awesome. last name. How about that? Uh, somebody asked me if I ever sold T-shirts at the Bronco Bowl, another old venue uh, downtown Dallas. It's out uh, on the west side of downtown uh, on Fort Worth Avenue. Never sold uh, uh, merchandise at that at that venue, but did go to a couple of shows there. Saw the Stray Cats at Bronco Bowl back in uh, 1982 and when I was in college, so I did do that. Uh, Sean says, when I went to the Sportatorium, uh, I think of two things. A dump, but the shows were great. <laughs> yes. that's that's a that's a good way to uh, uh, describe it. So anyway, uh, and uh, Tom says, funny. Speaking of horns down, I was in Seattle at University of Washington the past few days to watch the UT women compete in the ITA National Indoor Tennis Championships. They finished two and one. Nice win over Oklahoma on Sunday. I was staying in. I think the one loss was Iowa State. I was finishing. I was staying in the heart of the university district. And on Saturday night, the UT match finished around 10.20 p.m. Pacific time. So for a late dinner, I headed up University Way looking for some place to eat, dressed in full Longhorn regalia. I walked past a couple of obviously popular establishments with long lines of students waiting out front. I had my share of catcalls of, horns down, as I passed. Hand signal aimed in my direction. I'd just turn and smile, which usually elicited a goodwill smile in return. On Friday, though, UT had played the host Huskies, beating them 4 nothing. And even in the tennis club, in particular during introductions, horns down can be heard accompanied by the hand signal. Yeah, it, it, uh, it kind of goes back there. How about Bizarro Dale Dudley telling us that Putsky was a teacher at Hayes back in the early I 90s? I think he was a shop teacher, if I'm remembering. Really? Right. I think so, yeah. I could have that wrong, but for wow. some reason that stands out. That's a good way to put it. And uh, DCTF winner wants to know what the rotation will be for pitching this weekend. I think you can expect Lucas Gordon to go on Friday. Yeah. And uh, we'll see after that. Probably, I'm guessing in some way, shape, or form, probably going to be Zane Morehouse and Charlie yep. Hurley. Yep. Uh, just, I couldn't tell you at this point which one's going to go on Saturday, which one's going to go on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Matchups will have a lot to do with mm-hmm. that as well. But that's probably, probably what you're looking at. But we, we should find out from David Pierce, mm-hmm. you know, tomorrow or mm-hmm. Thursday. 